0: And thank you for listening to the 6570 Family Project Podcast. This is a passion project I have to bring you insight and tactical advice that you can take and run with today from myself and a very talented and genuine group of guests brought together to help you take your family experience from good to great and build that foundation of confidence and respect and wisdom that every parent wants to see their child master before they ever leave home. What I really love though, is connecting with you and giving you a space to connect with each other, which is exactly why the Family Architects Club exists. This private parents club is designed for every parent going through the 65, 70. Those 6,570 days of the parenthood childhood dynamic, which is where your most influential and most impactful window exists as a parent. And this community supports, it guides, it laughs, it builds together to help you in the greatest project that you will ever have as a parent. That being the 6570 Family Project. So I invite you to come on into this club, get to know people, and see what is waiting for you, including a free members only gift that you will love and use over and over and over again as a parent. So I can't wait to see you there. And you can just go to nellyharden.com slash community. Again, that's nellieharden.com slash community to get connected and get your free members only gift. So I will see you there. Hello and welcome to the 6570 Family Project Podcast. If you are a parent of a tween, teen, or somewhere on the way, this is exactly the place for you. This is the playground for parents who want to raise their kids with intention, strength, and joy. Come and hear all the discussions, get all the tactics, and have lots of laughs along the way. We will dive into the real challenges in raising kids today, how to show up as parents and teach your kids how to show up as members of the family and individuals of the world. My name is Nellie Harden, big city girl turned small town, sip an iced tea on the front porch mama, who loves igniting transformation in the hearts and minds of families by helping them build self-led discipline and leadership that elevates the family experience and sets the kids up with a rock solid foundation they can launch their life on all before they ever leave home. This is the 6570 Family Project, let's go. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the 6570 Family Project Podcast, where we are putting aside the power struggles. And today we're going to talk about what could be a very big power struggle moment, but finding the path that leads our young women toward confidence, respect, and wisdom, and our young men too, if you have sons, and prepare them for the world out there, you guys. Today, I'm going to talk about a really touchy subject in many people's homes, and it is when should our or your daughter start dating, right? We have the should word in there. I always try not to should on people um, and I'm not going to hear, but that is a question that I've gotten many, many times as a mother of four, you know, teen tween daughters. And I get many times from parents that I mentor and coach as well. When should my daughter start dating? Well, the quick and easy answer is it depends on them, right? Um, it's not a matter of when, so many things and we kind of get brainwashed um, and in this society sometimes of oh well, they are this age so so they need to be able to do this, right? And there are some reasons for that in order to keep things in some sort of semblance of order, right, when they're 18 and things like that. But think about it. When they turn 16, in our country anyway, in America, when you turn 16, that is when you are eligible to drive. It does not mean that when they turn 16, if they've never taken a driver's course or never done anything, then someone magically appears and gives them a key and says, OK, you're 16 now, so you are all good, right? No. And just like a high school diploma does not mean It's not a diploma for um, life readiness, right? They haven't just because they have uh, gotten good enough grades in, uh, I don't know, shop class and band and math and English and science and things like that does not mean that they are now life ready, right? That part happens in between all of that, right? And so, and at home in the 6570. So, it's something completely different. And the high school experience really just gives us the timeline. The 18 uh, years of uh, this is what they are until they are a quote unquote adult just gives us the timeline. The 6570 is our timeline. What we put into it is completely up to us. And in the second half of childhood, um, it's up to us as parents, partnered with our kids as well. So, here's the thing. There's no timeline on dating. And there's three things I really want you to ask yourself before you, you know, get into these conversations with your kids. And these are good things to, um, even if your child is mature enough, you feel to have conversations with them about, but here's, uh, here's the thing. Number one, when you have any of these conversations, stay calm, Okay. I cannot implore you to stay calm enough. So here's the thing you are expecting respect and maturity out of them. Well, they need something to reflect from, right? So if you are yelling, if you are worked up, if you are being immature, if you're being a source of mockery and all of these things, then they are not going to sit there and be respectful and mature themselves. Okay. So be respectful and mature when you're having these conversations. So number, the first question there is, What is the purpose of dating in your family, right? What is the entire reason uh, that you believe that people date or in your family, in your belief system, your core beliefs, your core values, what is the purpose of dating? And then asking them, okay, so if that is the purpose, fill in the blank, whatever that is, right? And uh, then is that a good enough reason to start dating now? right? Whatever that is. And number three, do you think you are emotionally ready or do you think they are emotionally ready to actually collaborate and combine with the emotional needs and wants of another human, right? And based on that, you can start to formulate, okay, yeah, they're not ready yet. They might be close to ready or yeah, I think they might be ready, right? So I have four daughters, right? And for us, For us, high school is a must. And so we are not even cracking open a a can of worms with dating in middle school. There is way too much other mental, emotional stuff going on in middle school to crack open the dating jar. Okay, so high school is a must. But within high school, it will be different for all of them because they're different people. And we've already made our share of mistakes, both as parents when we were growing up and even in parenting and every mistake we learn from right and i've heard story after story though of young of young women who started dating for social standing right or as i've heard it called before a resume and that is so painful to go through and feel like you are will you give me worth will you give me worth will you give me worth okay or they do it for fun Um, or which I still think is just a cover word for they're doing it for, um, that building that resume and finding that worth. Right. Or they're doing it for experience, right? They, they, I want to have experience with these trials, so to speak, so that when I find the real deal, I will know what I'm doing. And of course, what are they talking about there? They're talking about the physical realm of a romantic relationship, of course, right? They're not talking about the interconnected conversations, communications, and all of that, because that is going to be different for everybody. What they don't understand is that everything is different with everybody, right? Um, And it is rare, uh, that they are ever going to these people that they're with in middle school and high school. It is rare. It's not as rare as it used to be thanks to social media, but it is rare that they're actually going to keep any sort of relationship with any of these people, you know, long-term in life. Right. And something to always keep in mind is that for a woman it's just different. Women's nature is acceptance, right? Acceptance, men's nature is giving, giving, giving. Women's nature is acceptance. In every way, we are uh we are mentally um fit that way, we are emotionally fit that way, we are even physically fit that way. We are acceptors, right? And so once their heart goes out to a first love or a first crush, all of these things, but especially that First, love, right? It is going to stay a part of them for the rest of their life. It is like tat- it is like something tattooed on their heart and a piece of them is left with that person, which means that they cannot fully give 100% of themselves to their future um, spouse because a part of them is always going to be left behind. Okay. And so I want to go through five things that you can do in this decision process, this collaborative decision process, second half of childhood, you're working with them, right? You are still the team captains. You are still in authority, but you are working with them. The more you just are the, uh, dictatorial, you know, type of person, you can do this. You can't do this. Rebellion is on the other side of that coin and it is coming fast. Right. So working with them, but. Number one, the, the very best thing that you can do is make sure that all five of their needs are being fulfilled right now at home. Okay. And if there's room that to grow in each, any of these, then start to grow there. Right? So they need to be seen. They need to be heard. They need to know they are loved. They need to know that they belong somewhere and that they have a purpose. Honestly, Hands down, if all five of these are being met at home, then you will knock out over half the reason why they feel like they, quote unquote, need to start dating, even without knowing a person that they want to date. Right. They just they hear about it. They see it in the movies. They all of these things. So many of the uh the dramas right now are teen dramas uh but ironically being played by people in their 20s and 30s that are pretending like they're 14 15 16 17 18 right and that's always a good point to bring up when they're watching these teen dramas and looking up the the um uh, the actor or actress and being like, oh, that person's actually 23. That person is actually 25. That person is actually 29. I know they're playing a 16 year old, but they're 29 years old, actually. So it it can frame it a little bit better, but I am not saying I, i am not a fool and I know, and I've experienced myself during these, my own teen and tween years too, that you're starting to look outside of the home. That's part of growing up, right? You have given them that safety. You've given them those physiological needs. You have given them love and belonging and seen and heard them and, and showed them different things to do and how to get there. But now they're starting to look outside of the home. So, but my point is if they don't have it from home, especially then they're going to go look for their worth somewhere else because all of those things add up to worth. Seen, heard, love, belonging, purpose, they all add up to worth. And so if you want them looking for worth somewhere else, they are going to find it, whether it is real or whether it is not, whether it is destructive, whether it is constructive, they are going to go find it out there. So the best thing that you can do at home is give them those five things that they need. Okay. So that's number one, hands down, no question. Number two, you really want to sit back, observe, have conversations and assess their maturity levels. Where are they with respect to themselves, with respect to others, with respect to you? Um, Where are they in there? Where are they in their wisdom? Do they really know themselves and, and do they know, which is a lifelong process to truly master? I don't know if anyone masters it until they're on their deathbed. hopefully in their eighties, nineties, hundreds, whatever. Um, but age appropriately, do they understand who they are? Do they understand their emotions? Do they understand, uh, when they are getting into a dangerous situation, how to veer out of that both in their heads and in the physical world. Right. Um, practical wisdom, uh, wisdom, talking with somebody else, understanding what their needs are, right? All of those things, the interpersonal wisdom and the personal wisdom. Um, And do they have confidence? And I'm not talking about going and throwing on something little and going out to a party or what have you talking about real confidence from the inside out. Do, are they seeking worth out there or Are they walking in and saying, you know what? I am, I'm a great person. I can't wait to be able to, you know, help the world in some way, help you in some way. How is their confidence level living inside out or outside in? Right. So those are some things that you're going to want to sit back and really uh, assess, observe, take some notes on. If you, if you're a a physical writer person, um, talk with your spouse about, right. What do you think about this? How do you see this? Uh, number three, have the conversations about what they think, what your daughter thinks uh, it means to date someone. What does that mean? What are you trying to do? What does that? What is the difference in your head between friendship and a dating relationship? What is the, the delineation there, right? What's the difference? And what does that look like? Let her know what boundaries you have and let her share with you what boundaries she has, okay, in this relationship or possible relationship. She might be coming to you with someone that she has in mind or no one in mind, and she's just like, is this even a possibility for me later on or now? Number four, be open and honest about the relationship. I cannot emphasize this enough, be open and honest about the relationship, both coming from you as a parent and what you're seeing and your concerns and your boundaries, and also them as a child opening the door so that they can uh, be open and honest too. And what do I mean by that? Well, if they come home and they're like, um, well, I don't know, let's say Eric. Is the boyfriend's name, and they're like, oh, you know, Eric said something to me today that was um, kind of rude and it hurt my feelings. And all of a sudden, Mama Bear and Papa Bear come out and they're like, "Oh, we need to get rid of him. He's terrible. You don't want this." And 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 she's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! I just was telling you about something that hurt my feelings a little bit. That's not where I was going." And then all of a sudden, you have a huge chip on your shoulder every time Eric comes around, right? So no, you want to give them a space that they can be open and honest with you about what is going on in their relationship without you having these holding a grudge uh, chip on your shoulder type things. And you want to get to know these people. It is not only your um, your uh, privilege to get to know someone that your daughter's having a relationship with it is your responsibility to get to know them as well. Your daughter is still a child in this 65, 70. It is your responsibility to make sure that your child is physically, emotionally, and mentally okay, and going in a a progressive um, positive direction. And that means knowing who they're spending time with. So you want to get to know them. And anytime a relationship is kept a secret, or that person is not coming around, those are huge, huge, huge red flags to keep in mind. So that means that something is happening that shouldn't, someone is feeling something that uh, is uneasy or not going well, someone's being manipulated, someone is doing something that that's against their value system, but they don't wanna say it, all of these different things, right? Big, big, big red flags. And number five Hold the rope, right? We talk about this rope in the 6570 where your child is out in the boat, right? They're, uh, you're standing on shore holding one end of the rope. They're in a boat um, uh, and they're holding the other side of the rope and they're learning, learning. Huh. Pun intended. They're learning the ropes of life, right? And sometimes you gotta let a little bit go. You gotta see what happens. You need to see if they can steer the ship and and uh, do the problem solving and do the critical thinking and know what to do, right? And then when something happens, you pull it in a little bit. You reassess. You guide. You teach. And then you can send them uh, let that rope out a little bit again, right? Sometimes you hold it in for a while. Sometimes you and then you let it uh, go again for a little bit, right? So dating is complicated, right? And what's even more complicated is every family has a different idea about of why like, what is the purpose of dating? I've talked to some families that are like, oh, the purpose of dating is just because that's what you do in high school. And it's super fun, right? You go have the fun experience, but the fun experience isn't always fun for everyone, especially if you have different personality kids and maybe they're a little bit more introverted and shy, but they feel like they should be out there dating. And so there's a bunch of pressure on that. Um, There is a lot of pressure in dating um, online, right? There is a huge amount of dating in media of all kinds. Uh, It's super fun if you're dating. If you're not dating, you're not having fun, right? Is the message that they keep hearing. And then it gets all into uh, self-identification and identity issues and all of this stuff. So there's big reasons to hold off on dating until they are at that point of maturity in their respect and their confidence and their wisdom, right? If you do it before then, it really is a recipe for some kind of disaster that is coming. And so I really implore parents to just assess, observe and see, have open discussions about this be calm, be respectful in these conversations. Don't just close doors and say, nope, that's not where we're going. Or, yep, that is where you have to go because I've seen that before too. Have a going of back and forth. It needs to be an open uh, conversation between you and your spouse and your daughter or their other parent, whatever that is. But there needs to be this open communication about that, you guys. I The last thing I want is any young woman going out there And getting hurt because they are searching for their worth in the wrong places, um, places that are going to uh, not serve them, not serve their future. Um, And also any young woman having regrets because anything was too early or anything like that. So. Do the legwork of the parent partner with them in this, just like we partner with anything with them in the second half of childhood, have those open conversations, be inviting and calm and approachable and just see where it goes from there, depending on your family, your family values and your core beliefs that you have. Okay, you guys, I'd love to talk with you more about this. Come on in to the Family Architects Club. Um, That is where we have more in-depth conversations, more uh, question and answers about all of this. And of course, we have the After the Podcast show every Thursday at 11 a.m. in the Family Architects Club. If you have a daughter between 8 and 18, you are going to want to be in there. Um, And this is where we dive even deeper into all of these issues and topics. So just go to Facebook, search up Family Architects Club. You'll find us and get into the club. You guys, all right, keep teaching, keep laughing, keep loving. And above all, keep showing up with intention in the sixty-five, seventy, Lord knows during this childhood, uh, parenthood experience, they need us. Um, and we need to be able to be there for them to help partner with them and guide them through and into adulthood. Okay. You guys, I will see you next time. Thank you so much for listening today, and I hope you were able to take something from our discussion that you can use to build the foundation of self-led leadership in your own family. If you are a parent with children 17 or younger, and especially those around nine and up, I would love to extend an invitation to you to the best club in town. The Family Architects Club is a private club where intentional parents go that wanna love, support, connect or reconnect and really truly help guide their kids and teach them how to self-lead in discipline and leadership. This is an online community and you are welcome to it. Parenting is a project and you are the architect of this one. You plan, you design and oversee the construction of the beginning of someone else's life. And that's what goes into these first 6,570 days. And it will be the foundation for the rest of their lives. So come join the club. You can find your invitation on the front page of my website, NellieHarden.com. That is N-E-L-L-I-E-H-A-R-D-E-N.com. Thank you again for being a part of this conversation today. And if something really resonated with you, or if you have a question, please don't hesitate to connect with me. You can find me on Instagram at Nellie Harden. And lastly, if you loved the information, please, please leave a five-star review and a comment so more and more families can be impacted by harnessing the strength of these ideas and tools in their own families. So thank you so much. Happy building, you guys, and I'll see you next week.